Welcome to episode three here on Captives of Truth. I'm your host, Jonathan Olivares. Welcome back, everybody. I am excited and thrilled to be joined with you all once again. It's always an honor that you uh, listen into this podcast and um, are encouraged by it. We've got a lot of uh, positive feedback over the last few episodes already, and I'm so thankful to the Lord that this podcast is serving to be um, a vessel of enlightenment to you, and I pray that it continually does that to encourage your daily walk with God. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys all had a great weekend and that you're not too exhausted uh, from your jobs, and I hope that you look forward to every Monday for these podcasts that are released. And um, yeah, so today we are going to be discussing the importance of truth. I stated that last episode, and from last episode we we talked about what is truth and what truth is not, and we discussed regarding that truth is objective, it's a reality. Um, It's not something that is made up, it's something that we live in, it's something that we can determine. Um, It's something that we can actually know. And so this world today, this postmodern world, accepts so many variety of truths, right? We dealt with uh, the worldviews of many um, in regards to what they think truth is and which why I said it's not truth. Uh, Worldviews like pragmatism, worldviews like utilitarianism, human relativism, um, you know, public means of proving truth, scientific means of proving truth. We analyzed all of this and we discovered that there can only be one truth. Um, We discovered that truth, according to the scriptures, is God. God is truth and that without knowing objective truth, man lives a lie, right? And so falsehood is present when truth is not known. And so we discover that the truth of God is which is consistent, which is parallel with the mind, the will, the character, the glory, and the being of God. Truth is God himself. Truth comes from God. God is truth. And everything that God has expressed regarding himself is truth. Um, Truth cannot be recognized or understood or properly defined outside of God and without God. So we we acknowledge that as Christians, that God is truth and truth is God. Those cannot be separated. Those cannot be divided. And so uh, we determined that the worldviews that claim variety of truths, um, human relativism that says that everyone's truth is acceptable, uh, we analyzed those worldviews, not only asserted that they are not truth, but we also pretty much analyzed the inconsistency of these worldviews, especially when it comes to moral beliefs Uh, morality, right and wrong, believing in distinctions between good and evil, the moment that they take from moral distinctions or believe in moral distinctions, they start taking from our worldview and then their worldview ends up crumbling. So the importance of analyzing objective truth in one's worldview is the consistency of that worldview. If that worldview cannot stand on its own claims, then it cannot be truth. It can never be truth. The moment it starts taking from someone else's worldview or per se like moral distinctions, the moment they take from our worldview, then it proves that their worldview cannot stand on its own. So now that we know the distinctions between truth and what truth is not, 
The question now rises is why is it important to know truth? Why, what's the big deal? Why can't we just live in a world that if someone wants to believe in some imagination, let them be? Why can't we just allow that? And why do we have to proclaim truth? Why is it so important to know um, and all of this? So that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode. And uh, hopefully this serves to be something that is enlightening to you. So then why do we need to know truth? Why is it important to know truth? Um, as Christians, why is it important to defend it, to proclaim it, and all of that? We, we've already discovered that without knowing the objective truth, which by now we hope to define this as God himself, uh, without knowing God, without knowing the objective truth, man continually lives in a lie. Right, So it's important to know truth because without it, you live in falsehood. Um, and so you pretty much live in deceit. You're deceived. Um, if you don't seek truth, if you don't want to know truth, then you're okay with being played around with um, and going in a circle of life that has no meaning and no purpose. So then why is it important to know? So I want to take you first with the meaning of the word truth. Truth in itself, in the Greek, it means aletheia, or the pronunciation is aletheia, which means to unhide or hiding nothing. That's what the word means. This word is used by Jesus himself uh, when in John chapter 8, uh, when he says that uh, the truth will make you free. Aletheia means to unhide or hiding nothing. So what, what am I trying to get at here? It means that the objective truth, which is God, is always present. It's always there. It's not hidden. Um, it's not hiding, right? So God is always present. God is always making himself known. Now, there is distinctions between general revelation and special revelation, right? General revelation is what Paul says is shown unto all humanity. And this is clarified in Psalm 19, when it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There's no speech, nor are there words, whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. So Psalm 19 tells us that God has revealed Himself by the means of general revelation, by what we see around us. And so... Clearly, truth can be known, truth can be seen, um, hoping that through general revelation, this brings up curiosity of a creator or a beginning, right, or what truth really is. So general revelation is out there. It's not as if it's hiding. It's not as if it's something private that no one um, knows, because if that's the case, um, this will refute Paul's argument in Romans where man is judged because of sin. So Generally, God reveals himself by the means of creation to use that as a basis unto the moral code that man really has no excuse um, in, uh, you know, in, ex in acknowledging God's existence. Because um, even, you know, the Old Testament tells us that the fool says in his heart there is no God. So anyone who denies the existence of God has no excuse at all because all things have been revealed in terms of creation generally. So... Um, again, my point is truth is something that is not hidden. It is made clear. And um, some might even go further and say that it is the unveiling or uh, to properly show, right? So then truth is, is um, you know, 
obvious enough for us to consider and to acknowledge what is truth, right? Pilate asked that when Jesus was um, being counseled um, for death. He asked, what is truth, right? And uh, this is the question that many people are still asking today. Um, so now I want you to consider to properly evaluate the importance and need of truth. We must first understand that if truth, uh, if this truth is unhid, as I mentioned, if truth is unhid, why doesn't all believe it, right? So if God generally revealed himself through creation, why doesn't all humanity believe in truth? Because if, uh, you know, we wouldn't be discussing this topic to begin with if everyone already can recognize the objective truth. Now, I get it. God objectively shows himself by the means of general revelation or uh, proves his existence through general revelation. Now, the issue is then, why isn't it not enough for all humanity to believe? Now, I want to say that uh, the issue of acknowledging truth is not with God because when God shows general revelation, it's not, it's not saying that his general revelation is not sufficient enough for man to acknowledge him. But what I'm saying is, the issue is not with God in terms of acknowledging truth. The issue is with humanity. And you see what I'm getting at here. Man is unable to recognize truth because of human fallenness. So this is why it's important to know truth. Because of human fallenness. Because of human fallenness, no one can recognize what truth really is. The objective truth. Um, it's almost like saying that we have blinders on and we absolutely cannot see what is right in front of us. That's exactly what's happening with an individual who has fallen. God has made it absolutely clear and later on we'll discover and discuss rather um, God's means of giving a special revelation um, to know truth. So God has done everything through his active work, his purpose, um, but the reason why truth is important is because man is fallen and man will never come to the understanding of objective truth because of their fallenness. Not unless God is in the picture, not unless God reveals himself, not unless God actively works in the life of that fallen individual. So you see what I'm getting at here. So the question that we asked moments ago, if truth is unhid, then why doesn't all humanity believe it. The reason why humanity doesn't believe in what is clearly seen through general revelation is because of the fact that they are fallen. Romans 1.21 tells us that for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God. And the word there knew refers to, again, although they acknowledge the general revelation that is around them, not this is not to be used as a personal relationship with God. The knowing God or they knew God it refers to uh, being able to acknowledge the existence of God by the means of general revelation. Although they knew God, they did not honor him as God, right? So although the evidence was right in front of them, they didn't honor him nor did they worship him or give thanks to him as God. But what does it say? They became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. So um, this is human fallenness right here. Their minds and their thinking were futile. Their hearts were foolish. They were darkened. So now you see the issue. The issue is not that God has a problem with representing truth or showing truth in and of himself. But the issue is really with the sinner because the sinner is fallen or the human being is fallen. The human being is 
futile in their thinking. The human being is foolish in their heart and is darkened. They didn't honor God. They don't give thanks to God. And this is the state and condition of everyone who, um, you know, dismisses the thought of God. Matter of fact, when Paul speaks to the church of Ephesus in the second chapter, he says to the church there that before Christ, you were dead in trespasses. Now, dead means dead. It means that there's no means of active movement. There's no means of response. When a, perp when a person's dead, they are dead. You are dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, is what Paul says to them. Following what? The course of the world. Following the prince of the power of the air. Satan is the, is the father of lies, Jesus says, right? Satan is the, uh, is the father of lies. And if truth is not present, then man lives in lies. So since Satan is the father of lies, this is the life that men and women live when they dismiss objective truth that is found in God. They follow the prince of the power of the air, which is Satan himself, the devil, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. So they follow a dark life. Uh, matter of fact, in the same chapter, Paul says that they once lived in this passion of the flesh. They carried the desires of the body and the mind and the nature of children of wrath and the rest of mankind. So Paul lays out total depravity in, in the second chapter of Ephesians. And so the issue is not with God, the issue is with man. Man is fallen, and so man does, just doesn't have the capability of recognizing what is objective unless God intervenes, right? And so we'll get there in a moment. I just want to point out that the issue is really with humanity. That is why they don't comprehend what is objective. 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, Paul says to the church of Corinth, um, in this case, God or the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers, right? To keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel. So you see this? The truth that is objective, Satan himself, the devil, is blinding their minds um, to believe and to see the light of the gospel. So these people who are not in truth, these are considered blind. These are considered people who are deceived and they're kept away. They're veiled is what uh, 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says. Um, matter of fact, in the first epistle to the church of Corinth, in the second chapter, Paul says, the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God for they are foolish to him and he is not able to understand them because he's spiritually discerned. So naturally speaking, because this person is dead in their trespasses, this person is futile in their thinking, this person is dark and um, their hearts are foolish, there's no way in knowing objective truth because the issue is with humanity. Because of human fallenness, because of sin, there's uh, there's absolutely no way that they can recognize truth unless God uh, makes it clear. And so, um, why is truth then so important? For you, it was important because of the fact that before you came to the knowledge of truth, you were living a lie, right? Uh, before you came to the gospel, you were living a lie. You were practically living false, falsely. You were living a false life. And so, the importance of truth must be upheld 
and must be seen with great demand, we must identify that the need for truth is of high demand because of the fact that man continually lives in falsehood without recognition. They have blinders on, they're veiled, they cannot discern the spiritual things of God, they can't acknowledge that even the general things that God has created is from the Creator Himself. And so there's issues there, my friends. There's issues there, brothers and sisters. And for Christians, it is so easy for us to know truth but not understand the demand for it. And what I mean by that is that it's so easy for us to get theologically inclined but our theology is not being applied. And the application that I'm trying to encourage you with here in the, on this episode is there is a great demand for this. There's a need for you to place importance of truth because after what we've learned last episode where pragmatism is the new norm today, human relativism, uh, whatever makes us happy and reduces pain is the new mentality of our era. Since we learned that from the last episode, don't you think that this all plays into what the Apostle Paul tells us, that they are blind, they are foolish, they are continually futile, mind darkened in heart. This is a godless age, brothers and sisters. And so truth must be upheld. Do you want to know why truth is important? Because people are continually living blind without knowing this objective truth. We have to uphold it. We have to defend it. Whether they accept it or they reject it, the importance is we must stand for truth, especially with, with a... Um, leftist world today that um, that tries to overpower conservatism um, and to uh, and it is abandoning its own country uh, country roots its original roots uh, where it came from this is a very scary time it's a very strange time and so the truth is important this is the type of message that I think today you can go to jail for um, so many things that are happening in our law where the government recognizes sin as legal and the truth which comes from God is considered illegal and um, as a crime um, as of late even in Canada. Uh, I think it was in October of last year where they uh, went through with Bill C-6. Uh, Bill C-6 is uh, therapy conversion if you try to convert someone against their will, it is considered a crime. So if someone said, I could be homosexual and also be a Christian at the same time, and at the same time the church is teaching the orthodox means of the, of the scriptures, and this violates the will of that individual, we can, we can, by law, be in trouble, or at least into the degree it hasn't yet crept into the churches, but uh, therapy clinics, therapy conversion clinics have been closed down because of that bill. So you, you get what my point is, is that the government acknowledges sin as legal and the things of God is considered illegal. And if we move toward truth further in this society, uh, we are considered minorities. Um, I apologize for the noise in the background. I <laughs> still figuring out these uh, messages and notifications popping out. But anyway, it's important to acknowledge truth because of the sake of those who are blinded by deceit, right? So we must identify that there's high demands, Christians. Um, I see the evangelical world today in our young people. There's not much education when it comes to truth, apologetically defending the stance of their religion. Even elders and deacons of their own church, they don't even know how to stand for their own truth 
Many of them are embracing modern day mentality. Um, so then if there's no one who stands for the truth, then how are we going to uh, show the urgency of this or the importance of the mission of truth, right? Because the truth, knowing truth means knowing what life is all about. Knowing truth means we understand the purpose of why we live. Uh, there's a goal, there's a, there's a meaning to all of this. And without that knowledge, everything goes. Everything goes out the window and we can do whatever we want. That, to me, sounds very foolish and ridiculous. And if the evangelical world today will not stand on the importance of truth, then we become spineless individuals who I question whether or not we are truly saved. So we must identify that there is a great demand for it, brothers and sisters, because according to Paul and according to the scripture, man is blind without God. Man is blind without truth. Man is deceived. So there has to be a demand for it. Um, it is important because man lives in falsehood, lies, and considered blind to recognize the objective truth, right? Uh, this is the whole point of the gospel. If you are all for Jesus, then you must be all for truth. This is the whole point of the gospel. And the gospel, euangelion, means the good news. Uh, Paul says in Romans 1.16, he says that he is not ashamed of the gospel because the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. So this gospel, which is the truth, right? Gospel is the good news. God gave this good news. This message that Paul is standing for, he claims that this message is the only message that saves everyone who believes. Now, listen, why is there a need for good news? Why is there a need for good news to begin with? The need for good news is because there is bad news. The reality is the good news was given because there is bad news. The bad news is our original parents from the garden in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, fell, fell into sin. And so generation to generation until our present time and into the future, until everything is all resolved by Christ, by prof uh, prophecy, there will always be bad news. The bad news is everyone is born into sin. For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, even though a baby is innocently born, doesn't, act, doesn't know what sin is, that baby is sinful, right? And so the reason why the gospel was given through the form of Jesus Christ coming into the flesh is because there's bad news. And the bad news is this. Um, bad news, sin kills. For the wages of sin is death, right? And so since sin kills, it will leave man for damnation it leaves man condemned. There's no other place after death than hell for these people. And the bad news is that all live without recognizing truth. Unless they come to the knowledge of truth which is from God, which is God. So that's the bad news, brothers and sisters. You might have a friend, a co-worker, a classmate, someone that you know that has no knowledge of God at all. They might call themselves religious every so often. They might attend church once in a while, once a year. I spoke with someone who, on Christmas, they said, you know, I go to church a lot. I'm very religious. I, I, I attend church twice a year. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, wow, that must tire you so much, twice a year. <laughs> but think about it. People are in that mentality. And you might know someone in your social circle that does not know God, does not know truth. 
These are that, these are, uh, this is the reason rather it, why we must proclaim truth. This is the importance because there's people like that that just are okay with living their life. The average male lifespan, what, 70 years old? They're blessed even if they reach that. Females tend to live longer. And, you know, we don't know our lives. We don't know when we're going to be taken away. And so people are often okay with living their lives to the fullest without knowing and acknowledging objective truth. It's like saying, I'm okay to live and die without knowing anything that is true. It's like saying, I want to live in falsehood for the rest of my life and I don't want to complicate my understanding. So this is the whole point of the gospel, brothers and sisters. The gospel is the good news because the reality is there is bad news and the bad news is that men are fallen. And so Paul says, the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. And so when man continues in blindness, according to 1 Corinthians 4.4, 4, or sorry, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, if man continues to live in blindness, they stand condemned and are led to damnation. Okay, so this is why it's crucial to uphold truth. This is why it's crucial to live truth, to present truth, to proclaim it. Because without acknowledgement of truth, man stays condemned, man is continually led for damnation. Now listen, truth is so important that God had to send Christ down. Truth is that crucial, right? Now this is, again, the divine providence of the Lord, the mercies of God, the grace of God ordained from the very beginning of time, shown through Christ. But do you see the importance of truth to God? According to God, it's so important that he had to give his own son to the earth. Because truth is the only way, according to the scriptures, that a sinner can come to recognize his own fallenness, his own depravity. Truth is the only way the sinner can realize his need for God and find liberation in God. So, according to God, truth is so important that he had to send his own son. Now, John 1, 14 in the first verse, it says, in the beginning was God and the Word was God. And then in the 14th verse, that Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory of the only Son, the only begotten of God, the Father. Now, that's not the only thing the 14th verse says. The 14th verse says, He's full of grace and truth. So now, there's absolutely no excuse God gave us general revelation, yet God gives a special revelation. He reveals himself through the embodiment of Christ into the flesh. Truth came into the flesh. The 14th verse says, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So, so according to God, truth is so important that he sent truth down, revealed truth to humanity. Now tell me, Jesus is probably the most popular person in all of history. Why? Because his name is mentioned from generation to generation to generation of the things that he has done. Anyone can know about Jesus Christ. And so Christ came, the fullness of truth within him, revealing the triune God, revealing the holiness of God, 
revealing the salvific work of God. In the 14th verse of John 1, God says, truth is so important that I sent my son full of grace and full of truth. Matter of fact, in the 8th chapter of John, Jesus says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Right? You will know the truth. How will you know the truth? How will you know the truth? You will know the truth by this manner. You will know the truth through me, through Christ. And this truth, this truth being revealed to you will set you free. Set you free from what is what they question. Set you free from your blindness. According to Paul, set you free from your deadness. Is deadness a word? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. To set you free from your damnation, your captivity, your sin. And so you will know the truth you will, and the truth will make you free. The truth is Christ revealed by God came into the flesh and this truth is for the purpose of setting cap captives free. So why is truth important? To set those who don't know God to know God. Why is truth important? Truth is important so that it can liberate those who are condemned and damned and captive and set them free. In the 14th chapter, Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I'm the life, right? So it's so clear, brothers and sisters, that truth is from God, yet God made a way for truth to be known. Thus, no one has an excuse at all. It's important to proclaim truth because God has a salvific plan in action for the sinner. It's important to proclaim truth whether they accept it or reject it because this message, according to Paul, which, is he, which he's not ashamed of, is the only message that can save. So according to the scriptures, truth is so important. So now you take this objective truth that I'm talking about, the importance of it, and you take that in defense against those who believe in pragmatism, those who believe in utilitarianism, those who believe in human relativism, those who will try to be scientific, those who try to say that prove, uh, truth is what is proven, and all of this, all these philosoph philosophies, all these skeptics, all these opposers of God. You take this objective truth of ours and you stand for it because you see the great importance. The great importance is not just to lock yourself up in a debate. The great importance is because man is damned without truth. That's why it's important to know truth. This is why I had to start the podcast in introducing what truth is, what truth is not, and why truth is important, right? Because if nobody cares about truth, then everybody is doomed. I hope you're getting my point. So the truth will set you free is exactly uh, what Jesus intends when it comes to the truth. And I'm just tackling within the salvific truth, the salvation work of God in terms of truth. But the reality is, in every expression of God in pertains, pertaining to the truth, if man doesn't know that, he perishes. Um, man is doomed without the knowledge of God, right? So truth is important because it is the only message that frees the sinner from captivity.
Truth is important because it is the only message that, that frees the sinner from captivity. Um, and not only that, truth is important because this is what will open the, the true purpose of life for the human being. You know, people who question why they live to begin with or why they are here on the earth, people who are suicidal like I once was, who don't know why they were on the earth. Truth is important because this reveals all of that. It reveals the purpose of your life, that it's actually for the glory of God. It reveals why humanity is here to begin with. Truth is important because truth is God. And He desires for us to know Him, brothers and sisters. So I hope you understand that. That without truth, man is condemned, man is held for the wrath of God. Romans 1 is a scary chapter for the sinner. Because those who don't know objective truth, they're damned. They're, the wrath of God is on them. And when you read Romans 1, they continually live in a life that dishonors God. And so this is the generation that I see. I mean, I, I was telling some brothers and sisters that I would have never thought that this would be in my lifetime. To think that even our own government, and I mean, I'm not surprised, the scripture gives us that, and history tells us that, it's just a repeat of history, but for us to experience it, uh, you know, in person and see it, to live in this generation, you see Romans 1 all around us. And so, nowadays you have Christians who are silent, who don't have the backbone to talk about truth because they don't know truth, right? Some don't know truth. Some might have a knowledge, but they just don't know how to spit it out. Or some just don't want to spit it out because it's not that important to them. Well, for the Christian, it's so important to dig into the scriptures, to know the objective truth found in the scriptures, at least for the world who doesn't know truth, it's for us to give them a lifeboat. And God has given us His hand through Christ at the cross. He calls out hope, mercy, faithfulness, and grace. And if the church doesn't know that, if the church doesn't defend truth, who will preach to those who need it? So then, that's why truth is important. Because truth saves Truth gives us purpose. Truth glorifies God. And when we, who are depraved and fallen, who in the beginning, we are the ones with the issue, when we recognize the objective truth, then finally, we could realize our depravity, seek and see our need for God, and be liberated from our captivity. So brothers and sisters, share this please to many people. I want you to start praying to God and ask Him, Lord, use me as a vessel that will be a captive of truth. Help me be a vessel that will be for your truth. I stand for the truth. My conscience is locked for the truth. Lord, may I live for this truth continually. We have brothers in the past, sisters in the past who died for this sake. And our generations are just getting worse and worse. It's hitting a decline. 
So don't tell us that truth isn't important. Truth is absolutely important. Because if it doesn't involve God, it's a lie. And if it doesn't involve God, you're living a life of a lie. And so this is why truth is important. It's crucial. And pray to God that you would be a vessel of truth wherever you are, whenever it is. May you be vessels of truth. So brothers and sisters, I hope this short podcast has given you slight information on why truth must be uh, viewed with such great demand, with such high value. Because daily people die, daily people are lost. And this is the current state of one who holds subjective truth. When you start accepting everything in this world, how could you even recognize what is the purpose of all of this? But God in his scriptures has given us that. And we must defend it in such a great degree. So my brothers and sisters, I hope that you are enlightened by this podcast, this episode, and that you would share this and um, enlighten others with the gospel message. The, uh, according to God, truth is so important that he had to send his son down and reveal truth through Christ. And that whoever finds themselves in Christ uh, through grace, or sorry, by grace through faith in Christ alone, to him is rewarded eternal life. To him, he is considered a child. To him, he is an heir of God. So now, look at your loved ones and look at everyone around you and see the importance of truth, not only in their lives, but in yours. So I hope you take this throughout the week as you move forward in this week. And next week, we will be discussing the truth in the church, the truth in the church. Um, truth is beyond just salvific works. Truth uh, can break down in doctrines and all of this. And if truth is not behind the pulpits, you don't have worship. We are called to worship in spirit and truth. And without that basis in the church, we can't be considered worshipers. So next week, uh, please look out for that episode, The Importance of Truth in the Church. So um, yeah, I am so blessed to be joined with you all again. Again, feel free to send us your questions. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Visit us at www.captivesoftruth.org. We would love to interact with you, get a conversation going, and to see what God has been doing in your life. So again, this is Pastor Jonathan Olivares wishing you all a blessed week. God bless you. <laughs>